0: The following podcast contains some strong language and some very average opinions. It's probably best if you don't listen at all. The Roaring Peacock Podcast.
1: So I said King Kong's balls, not ping pong balls. You've, you've fucking.
0: You've, who's left the pen in the wash? Who's left it? <laughs> Welcome back to the Roaring Peacock L.U.F.C. Uh, podcast. We talk about Leeds United exclusively. Massive show coming up. We're going to be talking about the Awake It, uh, Cagliari uh, Clicky. Uh, our new assistant coach from uh, the French Resistance. Uh, no taking the knee. Uh, new contracts. Football came home. Well done to the Lionesses. Uh, uh, Bill will be at the Leeds Parade. And uh, Kiko's left. And maybe we'll find out some other things to talk about as well. My name's Adonis. You know me as at the Adalites on Twitter. It's very good. Hello from me joining us to discuss all this and more is at Barney Lufc21. Aye, aye, be all right. And at Ewan Metcalf.
1: Evening, folks. How are we?
0: I'm okay. I'm feeling a bit sick after seeing that. Awake it. Should we start there? Is that for you, Ewan? do
1: you like that fucking do you know what it's shit but it's not the worst one we've had <laughs> in quite some time you know I, yeah
0: I, right terrible opinion barney <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's definitely not the worst one we've had
2: it's fucking awful i just yeah. don't understand the the concept behind it at all <laughs> apparently our, our person who's in the in the no told it was going to be some sort of retro we're going down the retro um Way. that's not it was right. me so that... it was me <laughs> <Are there? laughs> well no
1: what the girl said was you're gonna be really pleased with the kids i'm like fucking okay, not sure about that
2: it looks like radson Caner's being on spice for a, a week over a weekend and they're just on the come down and they've just thought yeah that'll do yeah it looks fine.
0: like they they've taken uh the sack of the board chance personally
1: <laughs> yeah just stick that up here you bastards have a bit of that shirt then do you think we you think we can't do
0: Oh, you want wouldn't, you want wouldn't yell a yellow do you?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> suck on that. Suck, suck, fat Italian hairy balls. <laughs> it's, it's not. I, I, I don't hate it instantly like I did the others, but I, I guess the hate might grow on me. I've literally only just seen it half an hour ago, so uh yeah, it might get worse.
0: It's shocking. What's so, wrong with so, it?
1: Somerville, Somerville looks happy in it anyway, doesn't he? He looks like, what the, who the fuck's put me in this shit? I signed a new contract to be paraded in this cack.
0: Right, yeah. You know. Didn't ask for enough. <laughs> yeah.
1: Poor Somerville.
0: Yeah. 30, 30 grand a week. Well, I don't know how much he gets, but it's probably something like that. 30, 30 grand a week. You think that's good, but look at the shit I have to wear. I
1: know, exactly. <laughs> Double it. Double it now. <laughs>
2: They'll end up doing like a Brian Dean ripping it up or something on the on the pitch because they don't like it. Because didn't he do that with the um, Thistle Hotel one because he didn't like the collar on it or something? Did he? Yeah, yeah he, there was a collar on the Thistle Hotel one, that's the home right. one. Yeah. And uh, he didn't like the collar, so he put a like sort cut down it so he could open it up. Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, uh, the,
0: yeah, that's right, that's right. The uh, turtleneck. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think why. A turtleneck wouldn't be good during a sporting activity. That's <laughs> exactly what you need. Uh, YouTube didn't notify me of this, says Nora. There you go. They're embarrassed of you or something, probably. Chad Hurley does, does follow us on um, Twitter, so Obviously. it's not like they're yeah. uh, ignorant of what we do. The new away kit is amazing. I'm buying it. Right, that's you gone, Wiggy.
1: Yeah, he just does it to be fucking controversial. but <laughs> That's the, uh, that's the Leeds Pride section disappeared from the uh, podcast tonight. <laughs> Good night. God bless. <laughs>
0: I'm all, all for inclusivity, but that's too far.
1: Yeah, that's a step too far, mate. Uh,
0: what the fuck is that, says Paul Hunt?
1: <laughs> Fair point.
0: Excellent point. Right. Let's move on to uh, Calgary then. Leeds 6, Calgary 2. You uh, and you were there so you're the biggest super fan among us
1: oh yeah it's probably because the only ticket i'll get this year that's why i went uh with my kids at least anyway Uh, or three of us together it's probably the only ticket i'll get uh based on my experience trying to get a wolves one transferred today
0: but less than about that but um most go most goals will score in a game as
1: well possibly yeah yeah best we'll look so yeah i'm happy with that i'll leave it there quick while i'm winning um <laughs> do you know what I, i've got to say you know you go along very relaxed it's a friendly um i was quite impressed quietly impressed i, I think the, like, i think what impressed me was people have talked about us not having a style and, and it's you know not very exciting and admittedly calorie were limited you know they weren't the best they didn't even wake up for you know, we should have been more up after the first half I mean, been four or five really good chances so they weren't great so limited opposition uh with limited motivation but you know what i'm really impressed by the new lad so i thought rocker was great he barely puts a picks up loads of different positions he's not static he'll stay midfield he'll drop it at back four he'll go deep to get it he'll turn up you know edge of the box he's he's really good really progressive midfield he looks to get a pass off progressing the, the game you know getting it out wide early um hits feet a lot, which I like, you know, in the the final third, really liked him. Um, I don't think he's going to score a lot of goals, but I think he's, he's he's going to be that sort of of possible midfielder we've needed for a while. Who's going to progress things the way they need to be and read the game and and make it tick. And, and probably to that extent, Adam's the same. So the new lads would get, he was a bit more functional Adams, you know, he just sort of keeps the ball ticking over. He's like that. um, Momentum sort of player. He just keeps it simple and keeps the ball moving it doesn't lose it very often aronson was the difference you know he created loads and loads of chances um very unselfish player the work rate was ridiculous from everybody you know um closing down top you know final you know it it it, closing down their center halves. you know our final third um I thought they were, I was really impressed at the way they played this out of identity and the way they've gelled really quickly, you know, cock had a good game. Harrison was a menace all night and, and delivered on, you know, sometimes he fails with that final ball again, limited opposition, but I thought he was really good and, and very dangerous all the evening. Looks quick and fit and hungry, which is brilliant to see, uh, particularly with all the speculation about him. And, uh, I was really impressed. You know, I was quietly, quietly, uh, happy. Rodrigo looked good. Bamford looked brilliant. So, yeah, quietly quietly optimistic. Uh, I think the one downside would be we went to sleep for five minutes in the game and conceded twice, and that's a bit worrying because a better side could have been 3 all. You know, even after being 3-0 up, they, they should have scored. The kid missed the sitter in front of the goal. So you go to sleep for five minutes and you let them have three absolutely guilt-edged chances. So, yeah, that's a slight worry that the back four isn't they got by the way i've got to mention he's going to be a cool hero i think because hard as nails he's a decent footballer links up well with the lads who he's played for at salzburg for a long time um but he got a, a head knock and, and the kid who he banged heads with he, he banged the back of this lad's head on the front of his face around his eye and the other lad for calgary went off and he of course got treatment stitched up whatever on the pitch bit of Vaseline and carried on. So I think he's just going to be one of them players. Loves a tackle. He scored. He really celebrated like it meant a lot to him, even if did friendly. So I think he's going to be a great fan favourite. So all in all, you know, impressive.
0: Okay. Barney, you were watching the women, right? I was, yeah. And the,
2: then you'd the, been... uh, li- the Lionesses as well. Yeah. Playing so football, yeah. The, you watched the highlights. I did. Yeah, I watched the highlights. Mm. Um I mean, I'm, I've, I think I've said before, most excited about the Aronson side. I think he's amid the sort of midfielder we've been missing for a hell of a long time—a box-to-box midfielder. Just, I mean, that pass to Bamford was—I yeah. mean, there was a mistake by the the Calgary uh, d- defender, but it was a just exquisite pass to Bamford, and Bamford only needed one, one or two touches, bang. Um, I noticed that we, like um, Ewan says, we seem to have some sort of identity now in how we want to play. But the big worry is, for me, we commit so many players forward. All it needs is that ball over the top and bang, they're in. Other teams are in. And I think with teams that have got pace or like Liverpool with Mo Salah or something, we could get destroyed. But we know that Marsh will adapt his system to suit the, the, the teams that we're going to play. So I think, I think a lot of people are a bit more confident about how we're going to go into the season playing and how the new uh, players have integrated so well into the team. I think if you watch some of the inside training sessions as well on the app, there seems to, have, there seems to be some sort of camaraderie already with the players as well, which is good to see.
1: Yeah. I thought that, I thought there was a bit of, yeah, the new lad seems to have settled in really quick. There's none of that they're playing their own game or they're linking with the guys they know from salzburg and the others are getting missed out they all seem to link really well it's quite fluid again i'm conscious of the opposition i keep saying it but they were quite fluid how they passed the move that they, they would go out wide at times it wasn't this kind of one-dimensional kind of through the middle system they did go out wide when they needed to they got some good balls in you know christensen particularly looks like he could pick a you know, pick a pass from out wide, uh, the ball into Rodrigo Bamford for the first goal, you know, clever little pass, uh, and I think them two up front together, you know, could be a bit of an unfold for teams, you know, so yeah, I was quite impressed, the kids enjoyed it, and 6-2 wins, great, and got to watch the lionesses in the fan zone, and yeah, it was good.
0: Yeah, I mean, I know, I know what it's like to be like one of those lonely number nines, and you've don't see the ball for twenty five minutes. It's a bit like Erling Haaland, actually, in the um, Community Shield. That I don't know why City have bought Erling Haaland if they don't pass to him. <laughs> <laughs> would help. <laughs> he he made so many runs time time and again, and they just weren't even passing to him. And I swear, if Phillips had been playing instead of Rodri, Phillips would have been looking up and and playing those um through balls into him. I'm Sure, he would have scored a number of goals, but. That's what I like about us playing with a two up top now. I think Bamford looks less isolated. He doesn't have to do all of the work, uh, like he has been in, in recent seasons. And, and Rodrigo looked a little bit more comfortable, uh, after he scored a couple of goals, um, cause his confidence looked short at the start of the game, uh, just with that support and the, and the interplay there, I do think we looked good when we were uh, on the ball. But if we're gonna play a high line, I think, I think that could be a bit of a problem because I'm that that requires a lot of, you know. You look at the teams who do it, and it's really only uh, Liverpool who do it really effectively. And look at the players that they've got, and we. I'm confident in players like Stroke and and and, Cock, uh, but you know, I just I just think that they're not. They're nowhere near as good as, you know, of your Van Dijk's and your even Matip looked fantastic and 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 even Trent is 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 excellent uh going back. So yeah, it's a, I think we might struggle. I think we might get caught out.
1: Definitely the left back. I mean it showed on I think strike didn't have a bad game actually, but it's not a left back. Um I know that people are arguing they're gonna sort of play maybe three um you know, the back and, and have wing back, whatever, or you but yeah, it, it didn't look like that to me. It looked like a four and he didn't really it took him a long time to get into the game at left back. So we definitely need a natural left back a very fit. Probably somebody who could cover for those balls that go through all over the top because we didn't seem to have a lot of cover. Once it went over, they were clean through uh you mm-hmm. know Cox Cox not got pace. Lorente's definitely not got any pace. You know, I think Christianson's good when he gets his he gets going but he's not quick off the off the block and uh never strike so i mean that's that was the one concern i think for an average caliary side to sort of cut us open so easily and you know i mean the good finishes as well both were good finishes but they had plenty of time to pick you know the, the finish because there's nobody near them um it's so a that's... simple
0: one-two wasn't it it reminded me of that that tottenham that tottenham yeah.
1: game where yeah
0: um yeah. The, we booed yeah, and players, and, then, and yeah, it was. It just looked so easy. Um, first one, so, I mean, run from yeah.
1: almost run for run from the halfway line. That uh the lad for the, the sort of when he smashed Lovum- finishing. Yeah, he, he, he sort of ran, went past cock who was half-hearted in his challenge, and that was it. Mm-hmm. He was through a goal I mean, it was. Yeah, a little bit worried that, but that'll get sorted over the season. And I think, like I say, we need a left back. I'm still I think we need, we need options up front, but keeps not coming. It's just going to happen. I think that might be it.
0: Uh, Gordon White says, "Evening, fellas. Looking forward to seeing you over the season. Good evening, Gordon." Hello,
1: Gordon.
0: The guys are back in town, says Andy K. We are. <laughs> uh, Gordon White is Barney a giant? He is very close <laughs> to the seat. How tall are you, Barnes?
2: Five uh, eleven, but I'm in the in the loft bedroom, so that's why. <laughs>
1: there, <yeah. laughs> there
0: you go. Looks looks bigger in on screen.
1: Yeah. Mm, he's a lot he's lot smaller in real life. That's what all, <laughs> <laughs> that's what all the girls say.
2: Well <laughs> 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 like Wacko says it's I'm that f- it's that f- that fat small lad. <laughs> <laughs> wacko says Wacko Waco loves me. Oh got complimentary. Real- i don't think people have got i don't think people have got a sense of humor on there i don't think people actually understand i'm actually taking the piss sometimes <laughs> yeah. right yeah <laughs> uh clicky i've got down
0: here um <laughs> Go on. fell out a lot with with marsh last season was uh having very intense conversations with him uh he he was left on the bench with uh Perveda and costa. Who we know are definitely leaving.
1: Um, yeah, but everybody did, was left. Everybody was left on the bench. <laughs> they don't right. make, they, they make any substitutions. So,
0: yeah, uh, really I mean the, they did. They did have a, the second string play against Man City the day before. Yeah. Um, and I guess it was always the plan. But Clicky, uh, I think he's been the kind of the one of the heart and soul of the of the team. Do you think we need him, or do you think we should just let him go because? He wants to play regularly to get into the World Cup.
1: Got to keep him, you know. You got experience. He's played in Premier League for two years. He's, I, I, I hate it when you sort of have this massive overhaul of players that are, you know, potentially could. I'm not saying he's going to start every week, but we, we've already seen and witness what having a small squad with no backup.
0: The disrespect Ooh, here from Wiggy, <laughs> fat small lad from the internet.
2: That's him. Yeah, he's got a pint actually. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think we we, we learned we should have, we should have learned our lessons from last season that having a, a squad that's you know not that deep enough and experienced enough is a real i no no you've got to you've got to learn on you and I don't think we're doing it if we get rid of people like Click I mean people keep saying Archie Gray forshaw in front of him but sure plays half a season gets injured Gray's a Gray's a boy you know I mean, he might he's got injured in the first senior game he's kind of played in, there's nothing to say he won't do again and then we're down to one or two options again, I just think it's ridiculous to be honest because he does link up well with Rodrigo and he is quite a progressive player and he is he offers you something a little bit different at times does click, so no, I mean in my opinion I'd keep him, I think you need to we're on about bolstering the squad and, and de- You know, creating more depth, not skinning it out again and, and having limited options in, in midfield you know
0: Barnes playing devil's advocate uh, should we let him go if he wants to try and get regular first-team football before the World Cup?
2: <clears throat> not at all. I think he, he's at that age now where he might expect he's not going to get as many games as he would expect any, anyway. I completely agree with you. And the fact that we've bought new players in, that have, it's part of a new era, but we still need that mixture of youth and experience on on the bench. And he's the ideal sort of midfielder you would you would want to bring on, I don't know, 60, 70 minutes into a game where you need, you need a bit bit more spark, a bit more energy in midfield. He's, he's the sort of player you'd need. And also, he's, obviously, I met him last week, got a photo with him. I said, oh, that was Australia. He said, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Just knackered from the travelling. I just said to him, you're a legend. He started laughing. I said, oh, what, what, what are you doing on uh, social media? It's fantastic. Keep... Keep it up, and I think he's not just a really he's not just a good player. He's actually integral to what Leeds United was was about when we were getting promoted and being in that side. And he was a player that was didn't miss a game. Was it for two seasons? Ridiculous. Yeah. So, and it, it took its toll on his body. You could see that towards the end. He was yeah, he was yeah. struggling. And but I think with the, the, the new five sub role as well coming into effect next season, we need that experience. We can't. If you're struggling against a team like I don't know Man City, and you say, right, actually it's your time, you can't expect a 16-year-old to crack on and and make a difference. It's it's unfair. You need with those sort of plays, you need to give them a, a bit more time to progress in the game. And I think it, like if a lot of people are saying we've got a small squad, yeah, it's still a small squad. But now we've got the experience throughout the the um, positions we've got, and I think getting rid of click would be. I just think it, getting rid of your two best players and then getting rid of an experienced player in one window, the, the fan base will not be happy about that.
1: He's rarely injured as well. He stays fit, doesn't he? I know you said, he, you know, yeah. he, I think the, the way that Elsa played took its toll on him over two seasons without missing a game. It's, it would have done that with anybody. You know, it did with Dallas, you know, all those kind of fit lads who played every game did start to struggle. I think ultimately he, he doesn't get injured very often. And I think that's quite an important factor for us. So he's definitely a key, you know, squad player for me and why should it stop him going at world cup you know he's playing in the premier league he, you know he, he's probably going to get game time and it sounds very pessimistic but i could just see you know with the injury issues we've had it's not going to suddenly stop that you know i think click will get some games and he proved it when he was out of favor with was it when monk was in charge when he got dropped after the cardiff game or whatever i can't remember who was in charge but you know Christians, what i mean and yeah. Yeah. And yeah he you know He's sort of resilient and he comes back, he sort of don't give up and he keeps fighting for his place. And you know, I, I let's also get to the point which I always make fuck players. Oh, I want to get in a World Cup, so I've got to move, I want to go to Barcelona, I'm only gonna to go to Man City, fuck you. You paid by Leeds United, you do what's right for us, it's not about you, you know what I mean? You fucking do your job. <laughs> I'm probably gonna to get told to fuck off by him now on Twitter, but you know what I, mean?
0: <laughs> I mean, fair enough uh, yeah, it's a weird one with click i don't I'm quite pessimistic as to how much game time he'll get. He has been a stalwart of the club. he has been really important to us. I think he is important in the dressing room as well. I think the he's cool you know he's 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 funny and he he likes to clearly likes to wind the opposition up as well, which is useful at times and yeah. I think it would be a massive miss. He's one of my favourite players in the squad. And um but at the same time I, I do think that you know I don't I don't believe that Marsh likes him very much. You know, you can you don't have to be an expert in body language to see some of those arguments that they had on the side of the pitch last season at times. And you could see that he, he you know, he wasn't necessarily in favour of what Marsh was asking him to do. And obviously he, he was a regular under Bielsa, so. Uh, Andy K, uh, what do you all think of the new kits? We've, uh, we've trashed them <laughs> at the start of the, at the start of the pod, Andy. Um, and he also said, I've not seen them yet. Oh, whoops. I've not seen them yet. I've heard a lot of noise. Um, you know, I can break the Sorry. news to you here.
1: It's hard to miss, mate, once you do see it. You can't unsee it.
0: Yeah. Hang on a sec. I'll just get it up for you.
1: Is this is this the, is this the actual official second kit then, away kit?
2: Yep.
0: That's the away kit, yeah.
1: See, that's that if that's not a concept kit, I don't know what it is. I mean, it's like some Australian surf dude. I think my son's got a, like a water you know, when you go in the, the sea and you have like a full outfit on, he's got one of them. It's like a surfing waterproof thing.
2: But if you if you if you colourblind, trying to figure out who's playing what, you'd be fucked, were you?
0: I, I think the person who designed it is colourblind, mate.
1: I don't think. I think possibly just blind. I missed the colour out. <laughs> uh,
0: they clearly want to appeal uh, to the little trendy kids after the classic first kit. Says Nora. Uh, evening, lads. Says Derek. I... Um, uh, I'll do it for click. I'll do it for click. Fuck off, Ewan. There you go.
1: I love you too, see. Uh, It's
0: called tie-dye Ewan, says Nora. I know Uh, what it's it's called. It went out in the
1: fucking 70s. It's desperate looking,
0: (laughs) says Derek. Yuck, says Andy. Yep. And uh, I'm colourblind, says Bowie Doctor. There you go. I mean, and evening Bremner. Uh all right, Bremner. Bremner says evening law. No. Right, uh assistant coach, uh, Rene Marich. Marich Marich. <laughs> Do we know anything about him?
1: I shall yeah. say this only once. I don't fuck <laughs> all about him. <laughs> I don't fuck <laughs> all about him. <laughs> he,
0: he's uh up and coming coach, I think. He he started some kind of website, uh oh, dear. Oh. type thing.
1: That's about it. Oh. Oh, I thought you
0: were to, Yeah, I thought it was an OnlyFans or something.
2: I was going to say, "I'm oh, not another one." Think, you know. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And we're off. <laughs>
0: there we go. Here we go. Can he can can he funnel those funds into League United? That's no. what I want to know. Sounds get your kit it. off. Get your kit off for a, for a stand extension. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's it then. <laughs> the <laughs> courage That's it. The, coach That's it. No. The, the,
1: in-depth, the in-depth football knowledge uh... on this podcast is uh, absolutely stunning. It. I love Leeds United, and I love football. <laughs>
2: I've watched uh, a few videos of him and how he wants to play and stuff. It's very much like it's, it. suits how Marsh wants to play. Basically, it's very every player needs to be close together for those quick passes, quick getting out of the into midfield as well. Um, what he did at Dortmund was pretty, was doing was doing pretty well, I think, wasn't he? And then it went all a bit Pete Song. I mean, I don't, I'm, I'm no expert in German football, but it feels like we're going down the sort of German route of how to play football. And dare I say, I think we're, we're sort of... Uh, we seem to be obsessed with this thing about playing with width because we've been so used to playing with width, with, with width for so long. But I think against Calgary, 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 whatever... Italian Sally inside. We yeah. did play yeah. with yeah. some width as well. Yeah. I mean, we, we did we did play some with, with some width as well. But I think yeah, that yeah. if still. you look at how Liverpool plays, a lot of it's very through the middle as well. And they're probably their best winger is Trent Alexander. Is he, he plays as a wing back most of the time? So I think that we are we are going down that route of sort of the German style of football. Very it's very intense. Um and all of a sudden we've we've found a new buzzword that we, we're going to probably be using all season Is counter pressing so it's, uh, it's not about pressing now it's counter pressing
1: the giga press yeah. yeah
2: oh by the okay. way i forgot
1: to mention when you were about click and bumping into him did he tell you to stop following him Barney, honestly
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: when you said bumped into him what you mean is stalked stalked him. Well <laughs> I'm 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 just going to go now.
0: Oh, yeah. oh, you go you got you know what I'm going that way
1: too. Yeah, me too.
2: Well, it's between me and you. Um basically <laughs> yeah. he he walks his dog where I work and the <laughs> since, day before, since you moved
1: since you moved jobs to to be where he walks his dog, man.
2: <laughs> and the day before I was I was I, uh, I was sat I was sat out of the window, I saw him outside, I was like, should I go see him, should I go see him? I was like, no, I won't disturb him. Then I saw him again the next day, I was like, oh, I need to go say, say hello to him. I mean, I've had a photo with him before, but I just wanted to say hello and thanks for what you've been doing at Leeds and stuff. So that's when I got a photo with him. And I know some people say you're a four-year-old bloke, why are you getting, t- why are you getting a photo with a footballer? I don't care, I'm still that kid, want to see a footballer
1: absolutely uh, fine can i pick uh, that dog can i pick that dog shit up for you mr Clitch? I'll, do, <laughs>
2: I'll,
1: I'll do that for you mr Clitch.
2: <laughs> well funny funny you say that when i've taken a picture with him he did have some <clears throat> some dog shit in his in a bag already his <laughs> he, his dog's not like a dog that he'd expected what sort of dog would you expect him to have uh
1: well you know what i've got two schools of thought here either a massive sort of really intimidating one or a tiny Stephen Wignall
2: one. Yeah, it has got a, like a really tiny, fluffy one. Not like a, it's not like a proper man's dog. <laughs> Can you say that <laughs> nowadays?
1: There is only, they yeah, are probably not. There is only two types of no. dog: in the big and ferocious, or small and. I can't believe you're
0: assuming this dog's owner.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> so did you take the little bag of shit home as a souvenir? <laughs> yeah? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh like, yeah, yeah.
2: I asked him to sign the bag for me. <laughs> Classic.
0: Uh, okay, that's Rennie Marich done. Uh, Skubala, the new under-21 coach. It's the under-21s now, not the under-23s, which is going to make a big difference to my life, personally. <laughs> Skubala, we know anything. We know even less about him, I'm guessing. I don't is know it, what, anything what, what
1: about it, him. What about James Bond?
0: The one with three th- three nipples. skubala with the three nipples. Oh, Should we say yeah, that? Him. Yeah, yeah. We'll say that to him if we ever get an interview. <laughs>
1: Something
2: about football, isn't it? But Football really... Oh what yeah, maybe. Foo- what what is Football? He did he didn't he set up a footsball. Football. Yeah, what what is it? What's I don't understand. is it like five aside basically? Footsal is, that... is
0: five aside without the walls. It's just with a. it's with lines, so when it goes out you uh, heavier ball
1: heavier it, heavier ball place it down heavy. kick it in yeah heavy heavier so, so, balls heavier ball and it's slightly brazilian in it's it's sort of invention but so
0: <laughs> he's got big heavy balls i said ping bowie. pong
1: balls not king kong's balls i knew that fucking joke was going to come in was at one point
0: <laughs> right there you go um okay a few <laughs> uh a few of your comments then the whole world is like 50s tv says bowie uh, and it's um he's colorblind um <laughs> must be a strange experience but I guess it's what you it's all you, that you know really uh, Gordon White he's a player analyst it's a Rene Marich there you go player analyst uh, or is oh, that analyst I am I have am. to I,
1: I say Tyler Roberts is shit he's shit yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 all analysts aren't we um, uh, Calamari <laughs> says Bremner's ghost oh yeah squid uh, uh, yeah. Cagliari, it was, uh, oh Bah. Yeah, uh, need good fullbacks for this system, definitely says Barry Doctor. Yeah, nice. we absolutely do. Um, yeah, if you think about fullbacks now in the in the, in, they, they have to be, you know, they have to be like classic wingers. They have to be midfielders. They have to be almost creative playmakers, and they have to be defenders as well. And they've got to have the, uh, you know, the stamina of a of your classic boxer box midfielder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
2: definitely. It just reminds me about, I tweeted the other night about uh, players that have a certain position anymore. You know, that player Mo Salad. <laughs> Do you remember? Oh, yeah. That? yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> Mo
0: Salad isn't a sticker. Because
2: <laughs> he, <was>, uh, <laughs> he was interviewed and he said, I'm not really a striker. I'm could be. i a winger, I'm, I'm a midfielder. So I think a lot of people are so stuck on, right, week. you're a striker, you've got to play always as a striker, you're a midfielder, so you've got to play as a midfielder, you're a defender, so I think with the modern game now, it's very much, you're not set in one position all the time.
0: Yep. Um, uh, Chris Baldwin, 16th at best, bad start, Marsh back in the States by Christmas. There you go, that's the optimism. There you go. We didn't get We didn't get around to predictions, should we do that? Predictions?
2: Fucking hell. What, for the this. season? Yeah. Ooh. Looks like it. Uh, I've said what my uh, prediction is.
0: Go on. Tent. Top tenth.
2: Top ten. We're gonna we're gonna uh, go on an FA Cup run. Oh an yeah, FA cup room, I remember that.
1: Man. That'd be good. That'd be a novel. We don't do them very often, do we? Um, yeah. Usually get knocked out by some shite from League Two in the third, <laughs> fourth round, whatever. Yeah, well, it's a hard one, you know. It's really it's so much transition and so much change at the moment. I don't, I'm as you know, eternal. I don't know what the realist I would say, not not pessimist. Mm. I'd be surprised if we finish above 14th, 13th, maybe. Pleasantly surprised, don't get me wrong. And I I am Mm. quietly optimistic, but I just think I just look at the team. I think a lot of teams have got better. You look at what Villa have done, you know. I mean, there is teams, you know, like Southampton, Leicester, a funny one out of the Everton don't see them doing miles better. You know, you've got the teams that, you know, I think Forest might be the surprise. You know, the team that have come up who might do pretty well. I'm, I'd be pretty pleased as a Forest fan with some of the signings that they've made this this post-season for a team just coming back to Premier League. But, you know, you kind of think Fulham, although some people have ticked them to finish above us, aren't they, stupidly. You know, Fulham, Bournemouth, and then another will probably be below us. I think there will be another that finish, but I just can't see us for getting in that top half. I just, I still think we need a a real fucking live wire striker, somebody who's going to get 20, 20-plus 20 goals a season. I don't think we've got one at the moment. And I still think there's some disjointed things in the squad. You know, that imbalance on the left-hand side, not having a left-back for a poor. Is he going to be any good this season? Who knows? Is he going to stay fit? Who knows? What's the backup? held? Playing strike out of position, we get back to Bielsa's days, don't we, when we start playing people out of position and Shackleton's a right-back and... Fucking has said you know, defensive midfielder. I don't want to go down that route again, but you know, listen, quite a lot to let's let's uh, let's be reasonably optimistic. Say we'll finish 14th; if it'll be an improvement on last year's 13th. Okay.
2: I think Leicester are a team to keep an eye on this season because they're the only team in Europe who haven't signed a player yet. Mm. With four days to go to the Premier, to the start of the season, it's there's something not quite right there. I mean, Schmeichel's yeah. gone to Nice, aren't they for? Or go in yeah. there for a million quid. There's He's other guys. Has he gone now? Newcastle are looking at Madison, who I really, really rate. I'd love him yeah, at, at Leeds.
0: Fantastic a, player.
2: For Ta- yeah. for Fontana, there's him as well. So there's some <laughs> for, big for players. But him as well, yeah. What,
1: Wayne Fontana? <laughs> 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 Not the guy who sang the, the Godfather theme. Johnny Fontaine. Johnny Fontaine. <laughs> and Mo Salad. Dave, Mo Salad, Faf- yeah. Dave Fafana. <laughs> he's it's a, true though, he, I think Fafana's on Chelsea's, and Man City's list, and you know, I think he's, Madison... He, he's taken Barnes, Leicester City
0: off his profile. As Fafana. Oh, wow. He's oh, just really? taking it off, yeah.
1: Oh. I think it depends on who goes, they could struggle, because they did do well last year, didn't they, with the, that squad, and it looked like there was some disharmony... In that squad and, and with the management as well. I think Brendan, Brendan uh, Rogers is one of the managers who seems to have like a shelf life, you know, of like a few years where he does, you know, look at Liverpool, Celtic, you know, it does well for a few years and then seems to just all go to shit. Um, but yeah, I do think there'll be teams who setting you know, Southampton, I mean, the way the, how they keep all the world prowls every year is a fucking miracle to me. Uh, You know, I'd be queuing up to get him in, in at Leeds. That's, that's probably my greatest. Disappointment this year is we haven't brought in players with experience, you know. And I know you pay a premium for guys who are in the Premier League, but even like the Championship, you know, I'd be quite happy to see that O'Brien coming from Huddersfield and you know maybe somebody like um, you know for, for you know somebody like that to come in, um, like you know Ward Prowse, go out and go go get because I think we're terrible on set pieces historically, always have been. Aronson looks like he could be quite decent, but we've just never had a decent set piece taker for for a while. I mean Rafina. Fits and starts, but not consistently good on set pieces. So, I mean, it'd be great. To we know.
0: never, we never replaced Pablo, did we?
1: No, and it's massive. You know, you look at the, you know, you look at the stats for scoring goals from from set pieces, and you know, it's it's a massive part of the game now. You know, Madison for Leicester. You look at Ward Prowse for Southampton. There's teams who probably don't create as many chances as us, but they seem to do well at set pieces. You know, and I just think that we never really. It's hard. It's hard to replace a Pablo in it, but to get somebody who can set, take set pieces and create and control the tempo of the game which I think probably Adams and Rocket together might well do but neither of them were a set piece takers I this we was still struggling for somebody who's going to get over a corner get over a, a free kick and, and really make things happen for us um yeah it's 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 hard to be really optimistic I think I think if there'd been two or three more marquee signings maybe a couple with experience in Premier League that would have really pushed us on then I'd probably feel a little bit more optimistic but uh, it's a lot of unknowns is
0: Yep I think you're right I think Southampton will struggle I think um, I think Bournemouth Bournemouth haven't haven't got two uh, like good centre-backs um, apparently uh, Fulham look like they need to sign a new back line as well so I think I think probably Fulham and Bournemouth um, are down and then, and like you said, it's probably one or the other. Yeah, I'm Brentford haven't got Ericsson now. Without Ericsson, they couldn't create very much. So I think they might struggle with second season syndrome, even yes, though we said yeah. that it was complete bullshit. But it turned out that it actually wasn't. <laughs> Maybe there is something in that. Um, so, yeah. And obviously Everton, they've signed all Burnley players, I think. Um, which, which might not be the best idea for them. And now Calvert-Lewin's injured. So I think, I think we can probably say that there are going to be three teams that are worse than us, but I can't see us doing much better. In my opinion, I think 15th, 16th, I'd be happy with that. If we stayed, you know, five, six, 10 points above the relegation zone all season, I think that would be a success. So we didn't have a heart. We weren't having constant heart attacks. <laughs> I, can't,
1: I can't even, not even nah. go through it myself. But I can't watch yeah. Barney again. <laughs> I can't watch <laughs> Barney. <laughs> I seriously thought I wish I'd have had a defib. You know, installed in my house. <laughs> when, when, when we watched, when we watched that last game on the Watch Along, at the, you know, the last game of the season last last season, hmm. I genuinely did at one point think shit. We should have got a defense fitted before we started this because <laughs> I it's, it's only a, it's only like a law of averages like a probability that one of us is going to fucking keel over at some point i don't want to go through that again like you said to be sort of comfortably mid-table and, and you know would be great i don't think we'd be greedy with that i'd like to think that if we're not there by christmas you know after the world cup that we won't find a few gems that yeah, maybe at the World Cup, you know, from smaller nations that might come in. I've seen a few players, like the lad who's gone to, um, oh, I've got this name now, Kazar or something from, um, is it Macedonia or somewhere? Or Azerbaijan, actually Napoli, my my team in Italy have bought him, and we sniffed around him for ages, and Napoli have kind of t- took that that bit of a leap of faith with him. And I think he looks like a really tricky, you know, a bit like King Clancy, you know, a different kind of player. He's already was scored it? a few few Gold goals. area, was it? No, I think it was more of an even more obscure kind of European country.
2: Um, Mm, That is the one you mean, yeah.
1: We we looked we looked at him probably.
2: Mm.
1: I reckon when we came up to the Premier League, or certainly the season after, and uh, never really took that. Ruben Kazan, yeah, is it him? Yeah, is that a country (laughs) or a player?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, Russian? I don't know, no idea. I'll find it. I'll find it. I should know, but. Um, anyway, uh, we don't normally ask for this, but give us a thumbs up, and uh, I know a few of you have done it already, uh, but let us know your prediction for the season in the comments. Sorry, Barney.
2: This, seems, this just seems to be, a in the, within the fan base, there seems to be some sort of panicking already for the start of the new season, saying that we're going to be struggling already, I just I don't is it because everyone's still hung over from what happened last season the mistakes that happened with the board and with Bielsa and the players or is it just because it's the totally unknown and are we are we trying to match to what Marsh was doing last season when we were just scrapping for points and that's what it was all about I just I don't I don't get it
0: it's the unknowns, I think, Barnes. I think mm. it's the it's the unprovenness of of Marsh. He's been he's you know he's he's done well in the MLS and he's done well in with a Red Bull Salzburg. But how how much can you you know could David Hockaday do a good job at Salzburg when they've got such a a massive amount of of budget more than every other club in Austria, for example? So I think it's the unprovenness I think if you'd have got somebody like Conte in for example if you'd have got some proven players in uh, in through the door rather than you know potential that all of these players are young their potential and I know that Marsh knows in them and I, and I just think that we're very willing uh, as a fan base to be optimistic when um you Know when there is optimism to be had, and if and and if we'd have done something like you, Ewan said, like brought in Ward, a Ward Prowse, or do you know what I mean? Somebody who can really control the game, who's really proven at this level, then I think we would be more optimistic. But you know, it's well, I think we, I
1: think the club have gone for that kind of manager, you know, with Bielsa, with you know, certainly with Marsh, who's going to bring his own ideas and he's going to bring his own bring in his own players are going to fit that system rather than bringing in a player that may not necessarily fit the system it's going to add a lot to your you return on goals and, and assists you know i just think that they're not they're not they've got this kind of identity thing now where you know Bielsen had it and, and i think marsh has definitely got it whether it's going to be successful but yet to be seen but i think there's definitely that shift of it's not about the playing staff it's about the system dictates everything and the players have to be able to fit into that system which is probably why Klitsch is, you know maybe out of favor um because you can see how you know having to press like that and get back and be, be all things to all men you look at aronson picking up that ball on the edge of the area playing that pass through to to bamford you know would clutch be on the edge of the area making that tackle that block probably not would he have done some of the work that adams did probably not uh so i think there is that the guy is called kivicha Kavatskela and his Georgian, uh, they call him Kavar, uh, Kavara for short, but he's, yeah, he's gone to Napoli, my team in uh, It's internet around him two years, and you kind of think, you know, it's I don't know, we were obviously signing some good young talent out with a guy from West Ham, Perkins, and others that we're bringing in, you know, Somerville, the guy signing, probably going to come to this, out not we, but signing new contracts is a, a great step forward, but... Uh, yeah, I, I agree. I think if we had players that maybe had played in the Premier League that were people more familiar with they might feel better about it, but an ignorant thing around, you know, players that we don't know much about. And as I say, from Sunday's experience, I thought they looked Roper looks like a player to me. I think he could play uh, good football. Very tidy.
0: Okay. Um apparently Jesse Marsh has narrowed the Ellen Road pitch, says Gordon White. Mm. Yeah, so that too. That, uh, yeah. <clears throat> Bremner's Ghost, 30 points before the World Cup. 10th finish with 56 points. Norris is 8 to 10th. Oh. Very optimistic, Nora. Uh It's Nora's birthday tomorrow. She won't she wants to say anything about it, but wish her oh, a happy birthday. Happy birthday,
1: uh,
2: birthday
0: Nora! Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Nora. Sugar, uh, uh 12th, says Derek Mott, Uh <laughs> Joseph Williamson, uh, top half finish. Lots of very positive... Uh, viewers we have uh, uh, Fulham, Bournemouth and Everton to go down uh, Bowie Dr. Gilhart to score 20 if he starts <laughs> most matches bloody hell it's not good though, is it? all the thought Son and Kane, we're, no not Kane Son and Salah uh, were golden boot winners last season with 23 to put that 20 goals in, into perspective and Bamford in our first season back scored seventeen, mm. yeah, uh, which I thought was
2: was massive. The thing so. for me, we, we, I think we've discussed it under elsa as well, and I we need to start talking about elsa But we've <laughs> we we do not we we we've never had enough goals elsewhere in the team. Maybe mm. the odd eight goals from midfield, the odd two or three goals from defenders. We've always relied just on one or two players to to get those goals for us and hopefully this season we've got some goals in us through Aronson who looks like one of those players that gets into the box last minute and other players that can add to the tally as well. I think we need to think about the other players that can be get involved in, in the goals rather than just one player per se, Bamford or gelhab
1: well, I think Harrison's been that player, hasn't he? He's the one that's contributed mm. massively to goals from midfield and I think he could do that again. You know, he looks like he's very hungry. Harrison definitely will score a few goals this year. I mean, I, I've got to say, probably t- read my tea leaves, I can't see Rocker or um, Adam scoring many. Um, don't know why, just a feeling about in front of goal. They don't like more just traditional midfielders who do that role. a bit like a Batty, I guess, you know. Uh, Rocker's slightly more progressive, but I just don't see them getting contributing many. it's part of the reason why you kind of think cresswell would have been good to keep because i reckon he would in any league would bully people in the box from set pieces and score a few headers he proved it on on the uh, saturday for Millwall, didn't he but um you know we don't get many center half scoring many goals or fullbacks i mean probably ailing has been the one had that's contributing with a few goals um, but you've got to share it out now football's not about that anymore it's not your striker gets 30 goals anymore like Lee Chapman and people are yeah. shared around massively
0: yeah I mean we've got we play with two strikers now so you'd hope that that would help them uh, but Rafinha was the one who was chipping in with a lot of goals as well 10 yeah. or, or so last season Harrison as well Alioski did in the championship so yeah and as as and says I think you can't see Adam's getting any rocker, maybe one or two. but And yep. then set pieces will hopefully be a, a, a bit more of a threat for us. If Bamford stays fit, do you think he can score 15 to 20 goals? Says Andy K. Maybe. Uh, Chris Baldwin, an FA Cup run, what, to the fourth round?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, he's an FA Cup run for Leeds, yeah.
0: Uh, Brentford and Southampton might struggle. Everton will struggle I until think. they sack Lampard, says Bowie. Uh, Greenwood t- can take good free kicks. Yes, he can. Uh, will he be on the pitch though uh, never mind Costa and Pervade. never mind Costa and Pervader and back in town says Chris uh, an American as an American oh welcome Brian howdy um, get it uh, no he's going to go one full Australia then for some reason yeah, no, yeah. as an American I hope you guys enjoy the motors on Aronson Adams they will give 110% every game neither are the most technical but are competent
1: I don't know,
0: I think Aronson looks. Oh, he's gone. The
1: ball. Oh, I'll be back. <laughs> uh,
0: Saturday, can't come soon. Hello. Close season sucks this Uh Between 12th and 15th, says Gordon White. Stu, Nick, solid 14th, unless we play in that second strip, abortion. <laughs> then we'll be deservedly relegated. <laughs> um okay i uh, can't read all of them out right um we're running out of time here uh i didn't really i didn't realize that uh, we better we better talk about the ladies barney you want to say something about football coming home finally oh, First I, th- time I think
2: in- i think it's absolutely fantastic i, I went to the semi-final at Bramall lane different atmosphere have no issue with that it was brand new fans that have never been to a football game it was a real family Real family event, and I think that's fantastic. I think that's the the other side of football we need to get back to. And I don't want to like, I don't want to go down the road and say they actually played really good football. So I'm surprised <laughs> by that. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the, there was some really good move. There was some really good play, and the final as well. I'll, I'll be honest. I cried. I cried because I finally seen England win a trophy. And I don't care if the, the girls are all, all boys. We finally won a trophy at last. I think it's um, I think it's fantastic for the nation, and hopefully we've got some more brand new fans coming into into the game now, and hopefully girls might want to uh, get into football as well. I don't want to go down the road of like being all political, but I just think it's a fantastic um, occasion for them, considering those girls were 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 only were professional a few years ago, and they were on minimum wage, and now the professional players and I heard today that Man City and another club have have sold record season tickets for the the female the female um, clubs as well. So I think it's fantastic. I think it's we're going to see a big movement now in in it now. Hopefully, and the the fact we fucking beat Germany as well in the final in yeah. to penalties.
0: I'm a bit worried. About, well, so you went to Bramall Lane. Have you been yeah. checked and everything? <laughs> Had you, jab, you jabs? mate? You jabs?
2: I've had my jabs and I had a good wash when
0: I got home. <laughs> uh, Mac, do you want to talk about the ladies?
1: Yeah, I think I think most of the sentiments I have. You know, it's great for the game. You know, football is for everybody. As you know, the marching out together stuff, which no doubt we'll touch on. You know, is is is, is testament to. But I think that you know that it, what I can't bear is this over politicising of it. and This opinion about comparing one with the other and the men's game with you know the female game and the attendance was only the attendance because of x y and z you know i think barney mentioned it on twitter ticket prices make a big difference the, the fun factor i think men fo- professional footballers for me particularly international level have took the fun out of the game with headphones you know through the tunnel and they're sort of not making eye contact they're all too cool for it and you know, it's a lot of bollocks look at the girls just come on have fun they're all together you know some of the celebrations were brilliant the karaoke the girl who who's leeds fan plays in america rachel Daly is brilliant you know I, I, football should be fun it should engage people it should get people thinking what a sport we should all want to be involved in that and sometimes you look at the men's game thing they're all a bit too fucking up themselves they've got a bit too serious you know multi-millionaire fucking poncies. and i just thought it was really refreshing to see people come out play the game with in the spirit, it should be played. It you know, was very little money, diving, play acting. Uh, and and that, I think they're a credit to the game, whether the female, male, whatever, you know. But It's funny, I watched the boxing, the Commonwealth boxing last night, and everything's been overcoached and over professionalized in sport. You look at some of the big shows that Eddie Aird and his cronies put on, that people pay fortunes to go and watch. And there's one good fight, and the rest of it's an absolute shit show, and it's a waste of money. Uh, you know, it's more about the entertainment than it is about the sport. And you just think, you know what? The Commonwealth Boxing. I watched a couple of bouts at uh, Mozambique. Kid from Mozambique last night, uh, against a kid from Cameroon. It's pure. It's real. It's you can feel the, the the sweat and tears and blood that's gone into that competition. It means everything to them to win, and you just want to sort of see that. And I think the women's games done a lot to sort of reinforce that for me. And I've loved watching the games. I've loved watching England. I think they play a great brand of football. We always say it. Coaches and managers make a lot of difference these days. I'm not so sure they did back in the day. It was more about man management and motivating, whereas now it's very technical. But I think the girl Wigman, whatever she's called, Sabina Wigman, is it that she she's done a, a brilliant job of getting them to play to the strengths and go out and win games. And they never really spayed game for half an hour, maybe, and, and never looked in doubt for me that they were gonna go on and win that tournament. And I think that's a beautiful thing. And I just think you know what. Take it back to its simplest form. Did you enjoy watching it? Yeah. Did we get a lot of you know national pride from it? One hundred percent. As it puts a wankers who go around oh, the women get shit you know the rugby mood standards crap absolutely run rings around a lot of them bellends or saying stuff like that so let them, you know, <laughs> enjoy, enjoy your moment and you know the commentary you know some of the feet i think ian writes i love ian right anyway but you know alex um i've got the name the lady who does the commentary for apologies but some of the female commentators and the, and the guys they had on who were obviously very knowledgeable about the female game they were brilliant. I really enjoyed the whole thing. It was brilliant to watch and I, I watched a lot more than I thought I would. And as I say, I was at the game on Sunday, so I missed the back end of the final, but the concourse in the cop after the, the final whistle went, I mean, absolutely went up. It was like my kids were a bit intimidated walking through there because everybody was bouncing around and chucking drinks about and singing and, and celebrating. So there was. I haven't seen a lot of that keyboard warrior nonsense about, you know, being all... Well, it's not as good as the men's game, it's not for me. And football's well, probably not for you. Find another sport, or, or you know, go fucking bury your head in the back garden. You know what I mean? It's like it's great. Sorry, round right. over. almost out of time. Rant over.
0: Like, no worries. i almost out of time, so I'll just try and uh, rush through uh, some of, more of the news. We're not taking the knee, just uh, one word good, good thing or a bad thing.
1: Run its course. It.
0: Run its course. Bands, good or bad
2: Uh, uh, i don't see well um i I don't want to say bad and i don't want to say good but the fact that they're still going to do it they still want to do it in certain games Hmm. if you're going to do it if you're not going to do it don't do it simple as that make a decision that's it no more taking the knee yeah What's the impact
0: yeah from well from my perspective it, it it hasn't stopped racism it's that's still ongoing so we just need to address that rather than um, some of these gestures uh bill is at leeds parade uh, leeds pride good on bill leeds pride, leeds pride. good <laughs> on him uh uh new contracts for for Brilliant. the young players
1: yeah excellent uh, love it
0: uh, kiko's think- left
2: Oh well, never mind. excellent, <laughs> love it,
0: yeah, uh, excellent, fantastic. Uh, I just heard news about VAR that they're going to release the audio recordings of the conversation between the referee and the VAR. Oh god, ref,
2: but that's after know? the game, though, isn't it? So what's the point in it?
0: right the yeah. game's
2: the game's finished the whole like, i I don't know rugby league and that you two know rugby league more than you but fans in the stadium know what's going on because you can hear what the ref's saying is that mm. is that correct
1: i think more so televised i don't think you hear it massively in the stadium i've not, right. certainly not noticed that but you do hear things that have been said televised uh, i don't think it matters you know that it, I, I think it's about getting far right i think it was proven in the world cup that you can do very well. And I think European teams do very well. I think it's our, it's still the same. It's ego. It? It's our referees and the, the officials that in our country seem to have gone backwards. Um, mm. And I think you've got I to think... apply common sense to any, And it's like the law, in it? You've got to apply common sense to everything. So taking out any kind of common sense and kind of, you know, I just think it's always going to lead to problems. I don't know if it makes a difference.
2: Just one quick one on the VAR subjects is that, I mean, we've had so many issues with VAR since it's come into our, into our game, but the Scottish Premiership are going to start introducing VAR halfway through the season. So there was a, a game when Rangers played at last weekend where there was a decision, was it offside or not? They, decide, they said, obviously, it wasn't offside because they didn't use VAR. During the course of the season, those decisions are going to change because you've got VAR in, implementing into the game. So how can you have a full season... Crazy. With that halfway through, it's there's going to be so many teams that are going to turn around and say, "Hang on a minute, that wasn't yeah. offside last time, but now it's offside." Now, There's, there's the lack of consistency in that games in that league is going to be ridiculous.
1: Well, we could have claimed that the first season back in the Premier League, wouldn't it, behind closed doors? Because the handball rule changed quite yeah, quickly after yeah. the after the cock one. Yeah. I mean, Liverpool won that game, or admittedly they could have won it anyway, but they won that game basically on a handball that's never a handball in a million years It wasn't three months afterwards. So that's just the nature of the game. And it'd be, yeah, to bring in a, a system like VAR if it was just bonkers in it. But yeah. there is no common sense anymore in the game and there's no kind yeah. of intelligence around it anymore. It's all just rushed in and, and, and ill thought ill thought out. And I think like any new rule, it's gonna take a while for VAR to settle and, and become useful, but I do think it should just be used for chemo. There's far too much of it now. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, so not a fan, but
0: Okay. And we will we're expecting a goalkeeper in next week and there may be uh there Are may be a, apparently yeah and they may there may be well they're hopeful. There stroke, be ben,
1: a... stroke, Ben Foster, goalkeeper stroke, Ben Foster, right. Who's possibly uh, the only keeper worse than Bellier last year? Yes, <laughs> you know?
0: exactly. Uh, and then uh, a striker. Hopefully, uh, um, but nothing's imminent and nothing's uh, agreed. But hopefully, it's Kalimwende, Kalimwende, Calimwen, because uh, I was looking at him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was lucky.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, uh,
0: there's an article on paristatsgermain.fr uh, about him.
2: What <laughs> was well, the French accent? It sounded quite a <laughs> good, sir, then.
0: Paris Stats Germain?
1: Germain?
0: Germain? Oh, oh. je m'appelle Dominique. Je m'appelle Dominique. Je m'appelle Dominique. <laughs> Je m'appelle Donny Papel? Who
1: habite
2: to? Who habite to
1: two? Who habite to?
2: J'habite a Harrogate Who est la gare? Who est la gare?
0: Crochet avec moi <laughs> <laughs> Le sol
1: j'ai dans l'arbre yeah, Exactly uh,
0: Anyway it's, it's right here um, and uh, he looks very good uh, when you compare him to other strikers, he outperforms his XG regularly. Uh, he has um, one of the least number of shots to goals uh, out of the the PSG players. Very good player. I'd, I'd be happy by buy him. That's my advice.
2: Right. <laughs> yeah, get him. That's it's that easy. Right, done. There you Final go. thoughts.
1: Uh, looking forward to the new season starting. I may or may not as yet uh, be going to the game. In fact, I won't be going, though. Uh, loads of things have happened since. But, yeah, good luck to them. Let's get a good... Really looking forward to it. Hopefully i get to a few season tickets.
0: Okay. And uh, Bans.
2: Yeah, I'm looking forward to getting back to football. Um... I'm looking forward to actually starting to enjoy football again, rather than hating football towards the last season. So yeah, I'm, lo- I'm looking forward to a, a season where it's the unknown, but I'm optimistic about it all. I'm excited because it's something different with brand new, shiny s- signings as well. We can watch. Right.
1: It's going to be. Right. It's going to be weird with the World Cup dotted yeah. up in between, isn't it don't you think?
2: Well, I, I was looking at um, trying to work out like what I'm working for games and stuff, and we're actually playing on New Year's Eve. Oh, my day. What are you
1: they play on New Year's Eve?
2: No, Leeds are playing on New Year's Eve. Are we? Are we? I'm, I'm sure I saw that. I'm sure I, I'm, I'm I mean, not.
1: When's the, I can't even work out where the World Cup is, but I thought it took us beyond the, the New
2: Year. Yeah, we, Leeds fans. twenty-six December, Year's
0: isn't Eve. it, the first game back? Leeds oh, fans is it? Oh, right.
2: are in Newcastle on New Year's Eve. Oh
1: my days! What could go wrong? Yes,
2: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Climbing those
0: steps.
1: <laughs> Jesus.
0: Jesus. You, yeah. your head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Can't gonna
1: be awful. <laughs> They're going to fit like a multi-occupational stair lift all the way up, them lift all the way up the stairs.
2: Going on the tide singing fog out fogger on the side on New Year's Eve." Fog on the side All right, all right. on the All right. Oh Come on. <laughs>
1: Actually, it's my Jordy auntie's birthday on New Year's Eve, so I might actually be able to go for that and get to the game. So,
0: New Year's Eve, Geordie Shaw style. Well. <laughs> um, right. My my final thoughts are: um, if you're uh, you, you know you're struggling with the cost of living, you've been listening to these rich people on politics, Joe su- suggesting making the very helpful suggestion of cancelling your. Why don't they just cancel their Netflix subscriptions? You know. <laughs> that'll really that'll really help well uh can I can I advise you to uh, make a subscription to the Rory peacock do it it's complete <laughs> completely free you, you, just you need want to press the subscribe button um, <laughs> shameless <laughs> uh no uh it's been a it's been a weird it's been a weird uh, football this summer um, completely unknowns if if you know what league united are going to do this season make your way down to the uh betting companies uh because you're going to make an absolute fortune uh no uh any the person who designed that away kit needs to be uh it needs to be guided away from uh, the design materials and led uh led into a different um, i don't know <laughs> all all, all the all the things that were going going on my head were like oh you're going to get cancelled for saying that no you can't say that you can't joke about that uh they just need to never design a kit ever again because that's a fucking monstrosity it's absolutely disgusting we've waited how many years for a yellow yellow kit and they did that to us bastards
1: uh well not much to add really could do three good kits at once. Could they do one good one. That's about as much as we can hope for. And hopefully we'll play that more than the others. So, yeah, hopefully the third kit will be good. But I'm fucking... Okay, I'll have to... My inside knowledge has proven to be complete bollocks. I'm really worried about the third <laughs> kit now. If it's worse yeah. than that, Jesus, we've got problems. But uh, yeah. my final thought as well is I'm going on all for fucking ages, so I'll see you in
2: September.
0: Oh, yeah, you're going on holiday <laughs> too, aren't you, Bans?
2: I am going to come a week on Friday. Looking forward to it i'm off for two and a half weeks now so started the the start of the holiday today went to betty's for for lunch which was lovely well, i saw
1: that look very poncy mate. loved it your little lads very you're nice. going to set the bar far too high for your little
2: lad though no? <laughs> well luckily enough we we didn't pay for it we had some vouchers so <laughs> we was we were cheapskates but we, we sat in the window looking at all the peasants outside eating well. regs
1: i'm not saying my lads be I'm not, i know i'm going to say my lad i'm not saying my lad's been brought up well but I remember once being in town with him, going to I can't what we were going to do. Uh, he was only about three, Luca. was quite young, and I said to him, "But I said, where do you want to go for for dinner? Then when we've done the I think it was one of the dinosaur tour things or something like that in Leeds or the owl thing and." and Walking around, I said, Oh, where do you want to go for dinner? He went, Carluccio's daddy. And I thought, Fuck you, what what have I created? <laughs> I was hoping for a McDonald's and four quid, but it cost, cost me about 45
2: quid. Yeah, my lad uh, was out with, with his grandma on Sunday, went out for lunch, and she said, Oh, uh, uh, do you want to have a look around the deli, see what you want? So she's like thinking, Oh, he wants some sweets or something like that. He chose a pot of olives with uh, feta cheese in.
1: <laughs> go on, lad.
0: Well, there you go um yeah. right uh two nil
2: to leeds then yeah. this is wolves predictions
1: yeah. i'm gonna go what each sorry all
2: right i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna, just for just for the banter i'm gonna say that we're gonna lose two nil and i just want to see the implode on social media <laughs> <laughs> um I, and everyone say i told you so he was shy it's not, yeah. we haven't fixed anything at all this summer Cause we, haven't had a
0: Twitter, a, we haven't had a Twitter meltdown since, let me check, one hour ago when the kit launched. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, snotty Hanky uh, says uh, Bremner's Ghost or the Palmer Violet kit. He, that's what he preferred to this uh, new one. Uh, there's something wrong with your snot if it's dark blue, says Nora. Uh, happy birthday, says Chris. And uh, how about Smurf Snotty Hanky? Says Bremner. There you go. What? A, what an image to leave it on. Come on, Leeds! Get into was those this. Fucking get into him. Go on, <laughs> rats.
1: Headbutt him. Headbutton. Yeah. Viking bastard. <laughs>